I am on fire right now with transforming my bad habits, creating new habits, good habits. I got inspired from this Bible study I have been doing, well, for the third time now, it's that good. I used to think that I lacked motivation. I would constantly ask myself, how do I get motivated? Why can't I be motivated? What motivates me? How are other people so motivated? Man, they they have such motivation. I would always say stuff like that. I would hear people say, oh, my children motivate me, or my faith motivates me, or the idea of losing somebody or dying motivates me. I mean, yes, my children inspire me, and I feel like they motivate me, but if I'm honest with myself, if I was motivated by them, then I would be doing better by them, right? Listen in as I discuss what I have come to learn this past week, literally in this one week. Let's do this. Motivation. What does motivation have to do with habits? You might be asking yourself. Well, let me tell you. I used to have it all wrong. My whole life, I thought I lacked motivation. Remember last week, I talked about lies we tell ourselves? This was a huge lie I have been telling myself. I don't have the motivation. Nothing motivates me. How can I motivate myself? Blah, blah, blah. Hello, girlfriend. I have all the motivation in the world. Motivation is merely the reason we do something, the reason we believe in something, the reason we act or behave in a certain way. It's the desire we have deep down, that willingness we have. I have a lot of desire. I have a lot of reasons, but if I lack good habits that will propel me into action, then I can have all the motivation in the world and still be stuck exactly where I do not want to be. My dreams will be just that, merely dreams. We have to have a plan of action, but in order to make a plan and stick to it, we need to have good habits. What are good habits? This could be different for each individual. Right now, for me, I'm still figuring it out, one step at a time. I've been reading this book called Atomic Habits. Um, oh, I forget the the name of the author, James something. I think it is. Um, anyways, the book is called Atomic Habits, but he talks about doing habits, baby steps and baby steps. We often look at habits as, you know, if we if we have a goal to something, it could be. We want instant gratification. But if you look at, it's a book you have to read because he, ta- he goes into like numbers and like calculations and there's, you know, there's statistics to it that the, the baby steps we take to good habits will lead to a greater good, to, will, will reach our goal. 
It takes time though. It takes, it could take a lot of time, years even. But if we continue in our bad habits, say we eat, you know, we ate that piece of cake, we stood on the scale and nothing happened. So we have another piece of cake and another. Well, eventually those bad habits lead to destructive behaviors or, or in that case, obesity, in my case, in a much shorter amount of time than the baby good habits. So you have to be you have to have the understanding that it takes one small adjustment at a time. Baby steps. One step at a time. This past week, I decided that I'm tired of being tired. Not only tired but exhausted. I do it to myself. I have a million things going on, yes, but that's not why I'm so exhausted. I've been so exhausted because I want to wind down and watch TV. I do love TV. The only time I get to watch TV is at night after I get my kids put to bed. And then I, I, I eat dinner, I shower, I, me and my husband lie in bed, and we turn on the TV. So we watch TV before we go to bed. In no science journal ever, anywhere, will you ever read a study that shows watching TV before bed creates good REM sleep. Ever. It's quite the opposite, actually. I had created a bad habit of staying up until 2, 3 a.m. in the morning, binge-watching Netflix series. First, it started with The Flash, Yes, I know. Then Designated Survivor. Then I took a break from Netflix and I would watch 90 Day Fiance or The Kardashians. I know, I know. Real shows with some depth there. I know, but I just like to watch stupid shows that I don't have to think. Use my brain. (laughs) But that's what I would watch. Then Facebook. Oh, Stupid Facebook. Gotta love social media. They are so smart in their marketing. I kept getting this ad for the new season of You. Popping up. Not to support a bad habit, but if you have not seen You, you must. It is, it is so good. It definitely has me running for the hills when I meet someone that may know a little more than they should for the first time I encounter them, then I have to remind myself I have a podcast and a few public social medias to promote said podcast. So no, Luana, you do not have a stalker. Anyways, I stayed up until 3 one night, until 4 a.m. watching this darn show. I finished both season one and two in a matter of five days. Five days, you guys. Then came The 100, another amazing Netflix series. Darn you, Netflix. Why must you be cheaper and better than cable? Anyways, this show isn't as freaky, but I totally geek out over sci-fi, post-apocalypse kind of stuff. So I got hooked on this show. This show has more seasons and more episodes per season. I was a walking zombie by day and a Netflix crackhead by night. This was not 
healthy. I had to make a change. That's when I began my Bible study on habits. I mean, why not? It seemed perfect for the new year, new you. It really stressed the importance of baby steps, baby habits. I have a lot of bad habits, but they are all reversible. Some are more difficult to swap out for good habits. Some I don't have, good or bad, but I need to create good habits in. I've already began to make some changes, creating new positive habits, but ones that help me continue in good habits. I had to start small, almost seemingly insignificant. I decided to go to bed by 9.30, 10 p.m., the latest, so that I could get up one hour earlier at 5 a.m. and get a good 30-minute cardio workout in to start my day. I wrote this down in my planner, which that in itself is becoming a habit. The habit isn't so much getting up at 5 a.m., but getting to bed. I told myself, no Netflix, no Netflix before bed, so I can actually go to bed. And absolutely not my show. The only time I will watch it is on Fridays and Saturday nights. And I'm limiting myself because I still really like that show, The 100. If you haven't started watching, if you've never heard of it or seen it, look it up on Netflix. It's actually a really good, really good show. Um, But yeah, I'm not going to watch any Netflix before bed. I told myself if I can go to bed at 3 a.m. and still wake up at 6 and function, I mean barely functioning, but functioning, then I could surely go to bed at the latest 10 p.m. I say the latest because sometimes we don't even get home from the academy until 9. Then I have to put girls to sleep, shower, eat dinner, then bed. So 10 p.m., the latest. If I can go to bed at 10 p.m., I can surely wake up at 5 a.m., no problem. That's still a good seven hours of sleep for me. Now, some of you may be the type that you need a good eight to 10 hours of sleep every night. Some of you may be more like me. You only need six hours of sleep. For me, six to seven is a good amount of sleep. I don't think I've ever gotten an eight hours of sleep in one night since I gave birth to my oldest daughter nine years ago. So my body has adjusted six seven hours of sleep that'll work for me that first night I was out by 9 30 p.m I thought that I would have a hard time going to sleep but guess what you guys I didn't when the tv is not on or if you put something really uninteresting on the tv you'll fall asleep quite quickly the next morning I woke up at 5 a.m and I was out the door by 5.15 a.m., and I walked. I walked for 30 to 45 minutes. I have done this now for seven days in a row. On Sunday, I was going, in, I was going to sleep in, and guess what? I was up by 5.30. I didn't even wake up to my alarm. Actually, after the third day, I would wake up every morning at 4.45 before my alarm even went off. It's already starting to become a habit. Monday night at jiu-jitsu, I injured my knee rolling. 
I already have a bad knee. This was my good knee. Yay me. Anyways, I injured it. So I wasn't able to walk this morning. But I still got up. I have to admit, I was like, okay, I can't walk. So I'm just going to go back to sleep, cuddle. The, it's cold outside. My bed is nice and warm. But quickly a voice in my head. I don't, I don't know where it came from. If it's the habit creeping up. But it was just like, no. Don't let this ruin a good habit. I didn't crawl back in bed. I took this time to read my Bible, did a few sit-ups, some push-ups, and took time to fill out my planner. I decided on one good habit to work on, and already that habit is creating new, smaller habits. They're growing slowly, step-by-step, walking me out of my dreams and into reality. Into reality, you guys. I don't want to just be a dreamer my whole life. I want to turn my dreams into reality. And it's starting with habits, creating good habits. These 30-day challenges we are doing, we are not just challenging ourselves for change. We are creating new positive habits that will create positive change, that will turn our dreams into reality, where we will find and become who we are meant to be. Start small, baby steps. You can do this. I know this was a quick podcast today. Build those good habits. One habit at a time. Let's do this. Thank you. You just listened to the Challenge with a Purpose podcast by Luana Kamihara. If you enjoyed what you listened to or you want to leave me a comment or you have a question, follow me on Instagram at live1.30. That's live1.30. Or you can follow me on my Challenge with a Purpose Facebook page. Look forward to hearing from you and stay strong in your challenges. Let's do this.